0: Fifteen. I want to talk to you today. I want to talk to you today about something which I used to be very skeptical about and um, which, slowly through my experience, I got persuaded of its value. Um, As a writer, I think, those of you who know writers, we are profoundly solitary beings. We do our work in closed rooms. Sometimes if you're very gregarious, like Hemingway, you might write in a cafe, you take your closed room with you, as it were. Um, And and writing is very solitary, very inward. And I've written, most of my writing life has been just that, just carrying my room with me, whether I'm in a plane, whether I'm traveling or whether I'm with friends. Um, One writes, you write from that inward state, you write alone. Um, And that solitude is something that marks many writers. I think V.S. Naipaul famously spoke about the curse of the writer's condition and he narrowed it down to one word, solitude. Another word for it is loneliness. Uh, you're at home, you have no company, except these creatures in your head. It's very easy to drift into semi-hallucinatory states. It's very easy to assume that, you know, all you're doing in the world means, makes sense to you alone. It's very easy to become very solipsistic, to collapse on yourself. And you get many writers who their greatest fear is what they call writer's block, a kind of collapsing of the sensibility so that you're unable to create. Um, that's not something I've ever really personally experienced, um, or if I have, I didn't notice. Um, but over the years, I've, I've come to develop another kind of parallel fascination with the creative process. And it can be summed up in one word, and that word is collaboration. Um, most of us writers are terrified of, of collaboration. The idea that someone can mess around with your text can fiddle around with your story, can give alternative endings to your sonnets is is really deeply scary and actually is liable to arouse great anger in in, in people. So the idea of the solitary writer and collaboration actually does not occur normally in the same sentence. But a couple of things happened to me over the last 10 years that made me actually begin to reevaluate the profound meaning and value of the word collaboration. The word collaboration itself comes from, as you know, co-laboring, working together, uh, working together towards uh, an end which may be greater than both of you, or all of you, or maybe an end which is actually just one of delight and play. Um, I've come to think of collaboration as a kind of playfulness, as a kind of escape, as it were, from the tyranny of the prison cell that we carry around in us. and. Um, I looked up collaboration the first time it came up that someone wanted to work with me. I I looked it up just to see what its possibilities were, what it was suggesting. And none of the definitions of collaboration actually satisfied me. They all said a group of people working together towards some end. Um, So if you take that philosophical idea in the widest possible sense, almost anything can become a form of collaboration. You could say that reality itself is a kind of collaboration because if it were not for the meeting together and the working together of the different elements that make the world, well, the world as we see it would not exist. Perception, you could say, is a kind of collaboration because if there were not a working together of our senses and our intelligence with what it is that we perceive, there would be no act of perception. Um, but I began to think about this, and I began to think, realize that actually. The history of civilization to many degrees is the history, the story of collaborations. Um, I think of the birth of great cities, how a city is a meeting of traders and carpenters and builders, market people, people who make food, who create food, who build roads, who build streets, who build walls. Um, I begin to think of the history of civilization in terms of pyramids and temples and boats. And then I began to think of the value of collaboration in in terms of culture. Um, I began to think how now we find ourselves in a stage where most nations are, certainly nations in the West, are drifting away from the idea of collaboration with neighbors, collaboration with other nations. It even begins to affect our perception of the idea of immigration. Because the resistance to immigration is, in a sense, a retreat away from the collaboration with other peoples, other races, other other kinds of ways of seeing. Now, my experience of collaboration began in 2012, when a filmmaker came to me and said, I would like you to write a script for this film. And he said, it's about an encyclopedist, a French encyclopedist who went to Africa. I looked at the idea of it, looked at the encyclopedia, found it very terrifying, and I said, I think it's gonna take you seven years to make this film. I don't have the time for it. It was my way of backing out from the beautiful possibility of collaboration. He came back exactly seven years later, and he said, you know what, I have actually made the film. All I want you to do is add your special element to it. What he'd done, he'd gone to Africa, he had done all the visual elements, all the visual filming, and what he wanted me to do was to add some poetry to it. I lived with these images of his for about six months. And then I began to write these poems, and I thought, that was the end of that process. A month later, he called me up and said, Now, this is where we really start. I want you to come to the studio with me. So I'd sit with him in the the studio with his screen in front, and we'd take these poems I'd written, and we'd shuffle them through the film. Where it suited the images, we'd use them. Where it didn't, he'd move the film around. And we did it together over a period of three months. And the process was so strange and so profound that... What he had shot had got totally changed by the end of it, and what I'd written had been totally destroyed and rearranged by the end of it. In short, what I'm trying to say is that by the end of that process, we had all been entangled. We had all exchanged places. I had become, in many ways, the European filmmaker, and he'd become the African, po- the African poet. But that's, that's not the first of my great experiences with collaboration. And I, I, as I began to look into it, I began to think to myself, what is the real value of collaboration? and I'm going to share some of my ideas of collaboration with you. First of all, it is not collaboration when you are a very rich, successful, famous musician, and you're trying to create an album, and you get some Africans and some West Indians to come and lay a couple of drum beats, which you would suitably record, and use it as you see fit in your composition. That is not collaboration, that is paid workmanship. Um, it is not collaboration if you're powerful, and you have people to come, add their voice to whatever it is you're doing, and at the end of it, you get to choose and shape how that works out. In other words, it's final harmony. Um, it is not collaboration if three friends, and this is, an ex- this is a real thing that happened to me, three, three friends get together to paint together on the floor of a studio, and one of them paints, and the other one paints out what the other one has painted. <laughs> And the third one paints out what the other two have painted. Um, That's not collaboration. So for me, what are the ground rules of collaboration? One, surrender. Surrender is very difficult for us, for most of us. The idea of surrendering your intelligence, your personality, your sense of taste, your understanding of your craft, um, your position, your power, whatever that is, the thought of surrendering that is terrifying. Two, Respect. If you don't respect the people that you're working with, even if they know less than you do in terms of the area in which you're working, if you do not respect them, there is no point collaborating. Three, emptiness. I think collaboration is a stripping of oneself, an emptying in the Zen sense, an emptying of one's mind, um, of one's personal history, so that one can enter into a profound, And very simple dance with somebody else. Four, and maybe the final most important thing for me about collaboration, is the willingness, the absolute willingness to risk being foolish. Um, Because when people get together to work, the thing that constrains us the most is that we're gonna look foolish. Those guys know what they're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I always feel when I work with people that I'm the one who knows the least about what it is that 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 I'm I'm, I'm doing. And the ability, the willingness to risk foolishness, um, I think is what I learned the most um, from from collaboration. The willingness to be innocent, to be silly, to make mistakes, to do something which does not mean anything um, to those who you're working with. And the reason why I'm talking about collaboration today is because I've found that collaboration is maybe one of the great cures for the fear of creativity that um, many people have. Because after all, when you think about it, creativity really is a collaboration with yourself. Um, Creativity is a collaboration between different aspects of yourself. And if you can't work with somebody else, then it is certainly true that you cannot work with unexpected and unknown aspects of yourself. And there is no genuine creativity where there does not come into play the unknown aspect of yourself. When people get together to collaborate, at first they bring what they know and what they are. They bring their certainties, they bring their strengths, they bring their, their long experience, their private tradition, as it were. But very quickly, if it is a true embrace, if it's a true dance, very quickly, the things that you bring your strengths and your great knowledge, they are the things that of the least value in that encounter. And what starts to happen further along the line is that actually, we, bring, we begin to discover in ourselves, in our dance with the other, the unknown aspects of ourselves. Um, my most recent book, which is, which is called um, The Magic Lamp, Dreams of Our Age, came about from such a process. Um, it began with the paintings of Rosemary Clooney. How can I get this thing to work? I can't. How do I? This is a kind of collaboration going on here, by the way. Good. Okay, thank you. It came about um, from the paintings of Rosemary Clooney that I'd known for many years. Um, I'd lived with her paintings. I'd, I'd, I met her and I got to know her paintings. And I said, Can I live? Can I just take a painting of yours and live with it for a long time? And I'd live with them, sometimes for six months, sometimes for a year. And as time went past, I found that from each of the paintings, a story began to emerge. These paintings altogether took her about 10 years to paint. So I'd live with one of the paintings, and one day when it occurred to me, when I felt like it, when the the painting sprang something forth in me, I'd write a story. I did this over a period of five years. I'd write a story, I'd put it in a box. And after about five years, I realized that I'd written 25 of these stories to 25 of her paintings. Uh, the thing I found very valuable about the collaboration with her work was the empty spaces that she leaves. For me, those, that's a symbol of the space for the imagination to leap into. I find I, I, I couldn't do work like this with paintings that are overcrowded, overpainted. I certainly couldn't do it with a Da Vinci or even, or even a Picasso. Um, so I piled them up and rewrote them, and it became this book. And I discovered something very strange in the process of rewriting. And this is what I discovered, that actually in working like this with her paintings, I found I was writing in a way that I'd never written before. I found a new aspect of my own writing. I found a new way of dreaming. I found a new way of responding to the world. I think we need collaboration now more than ever. I think our nations are imploding. Um, I think walls are being, are becoming the metaphors of our time. I think not letting people in is becoming a metaphor of our time. Collaboration is about letting others in it's about letting ideas in it's about letting possibilities in but it's also about sharing about vulnerability and ultimately about playfulness so the last thing i want to say to you is if you're a great solitary if you carry your rooms around with you go collaborate thank you